Right. Um, when I was a journalist on the Teacher newspaper, I was editor of that, the National Union of Teachers newspaper, I was very involved in peace education. It was at the start of the 1980s. And there was the growth of the, uh, the peace movement in this country, of course, around cruise missiles, Trident, etc. Um, and the previous speakers talk about, um, you know, he felt guilty about not doing this and that. And I'm thinking, why the hell is it that I've spent so long as an academic since 1984? And really, it's only in recent years that I've got my act together and gone for peace journalism. Um, we have at Lincoln University the only peace journalism MA in the country, and I'm very pleased to see that this week two of my students have their bylines in um, Peace News, excellent newspaper, which I'll be talking about briefly. Uh, they've done their work experience. What is significant about peace is that it tends to be so controversial. I put this through to my management at Lincoln, and it was to be a peace journalism MA. They said, no, we can't have that. It's too controversial. So I changed it to journalism war and international uh, human rights, and it went straight through without a problem. Um, I think, essentially, what is peace journalism? I've written a book, Ethics for Journalism. It's about 360 pages. It comprises simply questions. And I would define peace journalism as a provocative question. Um, it's a very eclectic theory, and it's a very uh, eclectic practice globally. Right. Um, in terms of the theory, it goes essentially back to this man, Johann Galton, who in 1965, as most journalism students know, along with his colleague Rouge, um, defined the factors impacting on news. Um, and it was amazing. This document, which is essentially about the coverage in Danish newspapers about foreign coverage was in effect the seminal piece throughout the Western world uh, examining news values. And he looked at negativity, elite sourcing, and all the rest. He was concerned about all the factors that impacted on news, the institutional, the, uh, the power, the social, the ideological etc. This has been essentially updated by this man you can't see terribly well, uh, Jake Lynch, and maybe this man is the response, uh, has the responsibility for me being here because I went to Sydney to a peace conference where I met uh, the, um, the person who launched this conference, Liz, and here I am. His book, uh, is called Peace Journalism, and really updated Galton's theory. Uh, so, um, essentially, um, Galton looked beyond 
the overt violence, war, etc., in this case, punching, and looked at the institutional, the cultural, the structural factors behind it. What that means is that teaching peace uh, journalism becomes very complicated because peace is such a, a complex, very diverse, difficult to get hold of concept. That, I think, is both its strength and one of its problematics. Um, central to Galton and Lynch is this dichotomy, war journalism and peace journalism. War journalism being uh, an us and them, the enemy. We see that, obviously, with uh, the mainstream coverage of Gaddafi at the moment. Um, it tends to be propaganda for dominant interests. It looks at the visible effects. This, for instance, the highway to hell uh, in the 1991 Gulf conflict. It's about who's going to win, um, and it focuses on institutions and treaties. There are clearly exceptions, but the academic research suggests that this is largely correct. Peace journalism, in contract, its stress on conflict resolution, giving voice to ordinary people rather than elites. It's looking at the hidden elements of war. It's a critique of the propaganda model. Obviously, uh, Noam Chomsky's theories there come in very important. More about that later. And it's more about trying to encourage peace rather than respond to war, simply. Well, um, a few extra theories to go along with that. And this is really the richness of peace journalism as a concept. Um, it draws in from many other traditions, really. Development journalism, which had its focus on the uh, developing world, um, its emphasis on people working for their own, taking command of their own destinies. It has a feminist dimension, uh, a stress on the mainstream media's tendency to focus on men. It's a promotion of women. Chomsky's critique has inspired a great deal of peace journalism, the emphasis on the mainstream consensus. We've seen that in the coverage of India, um, the consensus on the marginalization of certain conflicts, for instance, and the elimination of um, some even. I'm particularly interested in Chad, country to the south of Libya, where there is very little coverage, but whose significance, uh, particularly in relation to Libya, as it so happens, is absolutely vital. The tradition of community journalism, human rights journalism, anti-racism, alternative. Um, I'll keep my talk short, but you get the idea that all these are coming together to create the, the dynamic thing, which is peace journalism theory. Um, if you want to really follow these debates, this um, is brilliant, Conflict and Communication Online, um, and this gives you a sense of the, the richness of the uh, debate going on. It's not just about uh, mainstream uh, Anglo-American journalism 
Western Europe. It, it really is global in its focus. Um, it also has a historical dynamic. Uh, so the importance of uh, the media in uh, various progressive movements historically. Um, and these are just a, a few, the suffragettes. The GI um, press has been long marginalized, but virtually on every base during the Vietnam War. There were soldiers speaking out against it. Bolivian miners, Poland, uh, Nicaragua, Afghanistan. Um, the um, critique going back of mainstream coverage in this country, my colleague John Tullock, in a book I've just edited, Peace Journalism, it's called um, Conflict Resolution, um, has done a study of the coverage in the Daily Mirror of conscientious ob observers um, in the Second World War, etc. Um, people in the um, developing world, for reasons we might have picked up today, feel, you know, peace. There isn't any peace here. <laughs> uh, how can one talk peace? Well, they prefer the concept of conflict sensitive and around that for instance in Colombia uh, there is a lot of work being done by journalists um, something that's always driven me uh, about the the dominant peace journalism theory um, Jake Lynch and Galton for instance is that its focus is on professional journalism my background being in alternative media the editor of a trade union paper for instance I've always, my heart is in alternative journalism, uh, and that's where I feel essentially um, the place for peace journalism is. Um, Chomsky's uh, theory obviously discounts conspiracy. My colleague Oliver Boyd Barrett um, of um, the um, uh, American University, um, in fact, says that Chomsky is wrong to dis discount conspiracy when, in fact, uh, the evidence of the uh, input by intelligence into the mainstream is vast, and he looks at that in terms of both institutions and actual uh, people very sympathetic to the um, intelligence, promoting their misinformation. We saw it, for instance, over the weapons of mass destruction. And some of my major research is on the links between Fleet Street journalists and the intelligence services. Um, right. Sorry, I, I jumped too quickly there. Um, Right, so um, it is very much uh, a practicing theory. There it is, we see. Um, it has a critique of professionalism. It's working through uh, the alternative media. And it also has an educational uh, thrust. Um, we have Jake Lynch in Sydney. And, and around the, the world now, peace journalism is becoming uh, a respectable discipline. 
Um, my theory has always been that my heart and soul is in the alternative, that we cannot rule out progressive involvement in the mainstream. And here are just a few people, John Pilger, etc. John Pilger has donated his entire archive to Lincoln University. Philip Knightley is a um, visiting professor, George Orwell, um, I've done a lot of work on, though his links with intelligence are of particular interest to me, and so on. George Orwell was not a peace journalist. Okay, we'll debate that. Um, so, um, other um, people involved in the um, alternative peace movement, it's Alexander Coburn, Dar Jamal, a brilliant mainstream journalist, um, about whom one of my uh, PhD students is writing about in his dissertation. And Milan Rai here is the editor of um, the Peace News. Right. Um, intellectuals have got in on the act. Um, I'm very involved with this organisation, Media Lens, who have a very um, consistent... Um, critique of the mainstream, um, inspired by Chomsky, as it so happens. Um, if you go to Media Lens, um, I've got an article there on their homepage uh, looking at the press coverage of Gaddafi and the many attempts over the last four decades, actually, to assassinate him. And finally... Um, Obviously, at a time when America officially spends $700 billion on warfare, isn't it crucial that the mainstream media, the alternative media, place their priority the promotion of peace? Thank you.